welcome to your everyday mindfulness with me, Christine Charles. Welcome, welcome and hello. How are you? It's been a while, hasn't it? Well, I took a short break as it just didn't feel appropriate to continue this series with the recent events that have taken place and the ripple after effects, which will keep happening for a long time to come yet. Whilst I'm on the topic, I'd like to address this. Watching the video of George Floyd being suffocated and dying is something I will never forget. It was wrong on every level. There was no excuse in the way he was handled and definitely no justification for how George died. As I watched the events that took place right after, the protests, looting and rioting, I went into prayer mode. Furthermore, a sense of why God, why? God is not answerable to me and neither did he answer that question because a few days after the initial shock, I started to see anger. I started to see hatred and frustration built up from centuries. I repented for slavery and the part that the United Kingdom have played. I did not have the heart to write a podcast because deep down I knew it was not the right time for it, for me or any of you. The time was to listen, the time was to pray and the time was to help communities heal. This is ongoing, nevertheless painful at times. Moving forward, we continue to listen, repent and pray. We start healing and making the necessary changes needed for our black brothers and sisters to know that they are loved by the masses. And we hear them and we see them the same way God sees them. Love on them and nurture. You know, it's interesting because the probability of Jesus being white or slim, we will never know, but we do know that he was born in the Middle East. Therefore, even if he was born white, over time he would have gained a tan. If anyone knew what it was like to be persecuted because a certain select society decided he was different and didn't fit in, then Jesus would have, as would have his mother Mary. Mary, a young girl. Now, we don't know much about her, but we do know that she was obedient to her call. A call that would cost her so much. A young girl engaged to a man named Joseph, visited by the angel Gabriel, informing her that she would become pregnant supernaturally through the power of God. I mean, can you imagine that happening to you if you're a female? A supernatural being visiting you and telling you that you would become pregnant without sex and that the baby would be the saviour of the world? How would you react and respond? I think I would freak out, especially if I was in my teens. That's what Mary eventually submitted to. I have no doubt that she would have been nervous, worried, and all the rest of it. What would Joseph, her fiancé, say and do? Would he still marry her? What would her family, what would her friends and community say? So many questions would have been going through Mary's mind. But she still submitted. 
What makes a person accept and submit despite so many questions and thoughts around how your life is about to change and how big, and I mean on a global scale, things are about to change? What kind of character does that take? Earlier this year, I attended, whilst we were allowed, before COVID-19, I attended a Chuck Pierce meeting. And for those who don't know who Chuck Pierce is, look him up. Chuck is an apostle and prophet. And on a global scale, this man has a big mantle and a calling. Chuck Pierce was there with his team who would come up and prophesy when the Holy Spirit led them to whilst worship was happening. At one point, someone from his team introduced himself and his wife. They were pastors with their own church, but each year dropped their plans and travelled with Chuck Pierce and were part of Chuck's team. This man was an established leader in his own right, talked about submission. He said that when he and his wife were with Chuck and part of his team on these kind of trips, they submitted to Chuck. It wasn't about them or how much experience they had as leaders. They left all that behind and just submitted. Submitted for God to work through them. To submit means to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. There have been times when I have been asked to join groups, networking events and speak and there have been times when I've had to lay down everything I bring to really hone in on what and how God wants me to serve. I'm not saying for one minute I lay down my experiences and skills, rather I put them to one side with the acknowledgement that I may need to tap into them. I'd like to bring this to life. Upon joining a new prayer group, I asked God what my role was and he was silent on the matter. At the time, I kept hearing stories on humility. At the time, I did not get it and probably dismissed it if I'm completely honest. A few months later, it came back to bite me whilst I was in the shower of all places, asking God to cleanse me. One day, while sat in this prayer group, the Holy Spirit helped me to realise that humility in this situation meant to submit to the leader and speak when asked. That was a little tough for me. It was if my personality was being dumbed down. The incredible thing was, my personality was being dumbed down, but my spirit was gaining new depths. I learned discernment in a different way. I gained new boldness and authority and over time I started to get asked to contribute. It was all about being humble and submitting. I'm still on this journey. Mary, a young girl, no more than 17, submitted because deep down she knew, she knew the consequences of not submitting. She had to lay down her dreams, ambitions and fears for a time. Sometimes we have to put aside ourselves for a time, all the while wondering, will it ever happen? Why me? Emotions of anger, resentment and confusion overtaking our minds. You see, it's in those moments we need to lean into the Holy Spirit and ask for help. Ask for peace and it comes, not always in the way you hoped. 
Currently, I have a neighbour who lives above me and he keeps verbally abusing me. It all started because I reported him after he'd been bullying a young couple in the same block as me. Now, it's clear to us all that this young man has mental health issues. I'm finding that the more I lean into the Holy Spirit for help and guidance, a new kind of peace settles upon my soul. My soul, my flesh, wants to roar like a lion. But my spirit says, no, pray for him. You know, the other day I said out loud, Jesus loves you. And immediately I heard movement above me. I have no idea about the outcome, but I know that I'm doing my best to submit to the Lord, trust him and lean into the Holy Spirit. And believe me, that is very, very challenging some days. And if there is anything I can pass on to you for this final episode of this series of Are You a Pebble or a Pond is this. No matter what your situation, are you prepared to submit to the Lord for a situational circumstance that brings no immediate answers like Mary did? Mary was the pebble and Jesus created such a ripple that 2,000 years later that ripple is still affecting the world still affecting you, still affecting me. Are you prepared to lay down your plans, ambitions and dreams for a time to seek the Lord and lean on him for answers that will affect something far bigger than your plans, your dreams, your ambitions? If you are, then great. God loves you for it and will meet you where you are at, just like he did with Mary. If you're not, then guess what? God still loves you and he will meet you where you are at too. But submitting is so much more fun and exciting. It leads to growth and intimacy in an accelerated way. Whatever you decide, remember, God loves you. God bless you and see you next time.